You it's know? so interesting because that's definitely something that you've picked up from porn. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, that's undeniably linked there's, to porn. There's nothing in me that thinks in real life that's how sex works. I'm Justine and I'm Nanchi and, and you're, you're listening, listening to Bangers and Yash. We're two brown girls navigating around the world of sex and sexuality. And although we stay educated, we by no means are experts in sex and sexuality. But we're here to keep ourselves informed while keeping you informed. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the joyride. Hello and welcome back to Bangers and Nyash. Today we're following up our episode on unethical porn with a part two on ethical porn. Ethical porn is defined as porn that's made legally, respects the rights of the performers, has good working conditions, shows both fantasy and real-world sex, and celebrates sexual diversity. I think this research on ethical porn has really like made me more excited about the porn industry. Definitely. I think this research, for me, I was saying this to you earlier, it mm. reminds me of like ethical porn and like what we've come to understand ethical porn as. It kind of reminds me of the stuff that we would have watched when we were younger on, like, Action X or, like, ETV. Just stuff that's a bit more tasteful and refined and Mm. soft Mm. and more intentional. It's not like the things you would see on Pornhub that's, like, gangbang, outside in the woods, young girl girl meets strangers and... Turns to yeah. bang, bang, lets them all suck their gore. It's but not it's a crazy <laughs> ass shit like that where you're like, good sir, what do you mean? Yeah, they're not like, they're not like crazy sexual situations you know? which aren't realistic. Mm, it's like, it's like for me, what I've, and obviously we'll get into this further, but like what I really enjoyed about this is that it, it kind of justified that like porn can be artistic and soft and beautiful and like very like intentional, almost like, like, you know how you'd watch a movie and you'd be like, what a beautiful cinematic experience. Yes. That is what ethical porn is. So you're saying ethical porn is basically sex for cinematography. Yes. I'm, Whereas, into, I'm into that definition you know, of ethical like porn. That, let's let's yeah. leave that. Sex with cinematography. And it's beautiful. I'm, into it. I'm totally into it. I think, like, for me, like a lot of other people, um, ethical porn is, like, a good way to mix freedom of sexuality but also your own morals and values around people having agency of their bodies definitely i think ethical porn it it allows you to engage with pornography in a way that's actually but like for me it's more stimulating definitely like i i don't know about you but like for me personally i like when i have like porn obviously i think about it not only for something i do with my partner but something mm. i do for myself definitely so so when i'm engaging in masturbation and i like to set a scene when i masturbate i yes. like the lights on come Good on now. meal 
I've just showered. Maybe yes. we've done a skincare, hair routine. Come the on, clothes self-care. are flaffed. It's beautiful. The mm. meal, it's like mm. I'm taking myself on a date. Mm-hmm. I do you the know? exact same thing. It's not Light just. Light a few candles. Mm, the vibes are really good. Light some incense. And you know when you're having those day nights, you want a good movie to watch. That's true. You don't just want to Dinner watch some, a movie, some scrawny little SABC one series. You want the real <laughs> shit. You want the real yeah. good things. And I think that's the that's the good thing about ethical porn is that you don't have that internalized guilt that you get mm. while you're enjoying it. You've set the scene. You don't feel like you're, you're contributing to something that is taking away from somebody else's livelihood. Definitely. I think that's, for, for me, that's like one of the big motivators to continue mm. looking for ethical porn and like consuming ethical porn. Mm. Um, and I think a common like assumption is that fair trade porn is very soft and wholemeal and like respectful um and some of it definitely is but there are there is definitely ethical or um independent sex with cinematography (laughs) that isn't necessarily soft um and it does address female sexuality in in the way that mainstream porn doesn't allow you to and gives that mm. that female gaze perspective to porn. Definitely. And I think that's what I really enjoy is that, it, it honestly, it almost diminishes the male gaze. And I think mm. that comes from the fact that a lot of this independent porn that's being created is being created by female directors. I definitely, yeah. And I, I, I think because of that, it, it's it's got a very beautiful artistic touch. Mm. You know, it's like mm. your porn, you know? Like, <laughs> You know, just something very nice, very beautiful, very like um, cinema nouveau style. I was about to say you cinema know? nouveau. <laughs> and I think that's the difference with women and men. I, as somebody who enjoys like a more, sometimes I enjoy a more disruptive, a more rough approach to mm-hmm, sex. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who, who enjoys that, I feel like I can switch sometimes between that and a very soft wholesome like they were speaking about mm. with um ethical porn and either which way i don't feel uncomfortable i don't feel voyeuristic and dark i don't feel that same sense of i don't know like and, and lots of us speak about this like once you nut you just want to be like like i feel like with this very independent very um beautiful cinema nouveau-esque porn i can actually still keep watching i mean usually i won't yeah but that's because i'm i'm passed out <laughs> and i'm just like i'm done now thank you for your services you know mm. but it's the fact that i, I can still have that i can mm. still be a voyeur without feeling voyeuristic yeah i agree like when i watch um ethical porn i watch the entire video Mm. whereas where, where previously when I watched unethical porn, it's mm. kind of like, let me skip to the parts that I am actually here yeah. for because I don't want to engage in any of the other dirty exactly. stuff. Like I don't want that dirt on me mm. if I don't have to have it. So for me, like watching ethical porn has definitely been a way to like explore the softer side of like pornography and my own like sexual fantasies. Mm. Um, and not feel guilty about it. Yeah, and I think also, like, just to add to that, I think that also comes with the fact that it's not necessarily just porn. There's a storyline. Like, yeah. There are things going, and it's not, a, oh my God, it was my cousin's Thanksgiving dinner, and my cousin's brother gave me a hand job <laughs> under the table, yeah. and oh no, our uncle walked, oh, he's joining. <laughs> oh my lot <laughs> like that is really not scary tragic sh- yeah. it's like 
whose dark mind went mm. to this place? Mm. And not to shame the people whose dark minds went to that place, but that type of like, that I wish that when I was growing up, I had been more exposed to that alternative pornography Definitely. and less of of this extreme pornography mm. that we've been exposed mm. to. I think the first time I actually went on Pornhub was my first year in university. Wow. Yeah, I'd never done it at home. I'd never explored it at home. Yeah. I, like, I thought like Pornhub was like this thing where you, you go on and you, you type and you have to subscribe and you mm. pay for shit. Like, I thought it was this wild-ass thing, mm-hmm. you know? I remember once we were sitting in my friend's room and she was like, guys, like, I'm about to go have sex. Let's watch some porn. I just want to see what's up. You know, just get a refresher course, you know? Well, I enjoy it. Like, her, her approach is really cool. <laughs> just to refresh her. Just, like, just let's go see some Hasn't things, happened in a while. You know? Let me check if it still works the same. So, <laughs> basically. So, watching this refresher course, and I just remember, like, being like, okay, cool, you know? Mm. But that wasn't extreme hardcore, but even that was hardcore. And then the deeper I got into these, like, unethical sites, the more I realized, oh, wow, sex is actually, like, Things are dark on this end, mm. you know? And I wish I hadn't gone through the dark and I wish I'd seen the lighter stuff first, like the normal stuff. Because I think a lot of things that I found in my early 20s, mind you, I'm still in my early 20s, so I'd say like three years ago. <laughs> I only lost my virginity when I was 18. Come um, on now. So the things that I had um, thought were normal in some mm. aspects, I don't think I would have thought they were normal had I had seen mm. that ethical mm. side of pornography, mm. the softer side of pornography mm. first. Mm. You know? And I think that's a good that's a good point to make. Like there's something to be said about the um expression of the actors in ethical pornography, how mm. natural and realistic it is and how it portrays such a much more positive um image of of sex and especially of like sex in a in safer spaces mm. i think that's what i really enjoy about ethical porn and what we should all like kind of gravitate towards more in yeah. terms of mm. pornography is because our consumption of pornography is not the bad thing it's the it's the kind of porn that we mm. consume and if we're consuming porn where the actors are safe and fairly paid and in a space where they can um, realistically express and react to the sex. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I don't want someone who's going to have a dramatic reaction to sex when I know mm. that that's not necessarily always how it feels. Definitely. And I, I think, especially small things like, I didn't know when I'd first started having sex that's when you tell somebody to stop and they don't stop, I didn't know that there was such thing as withdrawal of consent. Mm. because when i'd watched porn and, and and i think this this is something i only learned later on mm. when because we went to roads so the RU protest mm. happened um RU rapist protests happened that you can withdraw your consent and that is no longer sex like mm. now you've mm. crossed over into the danger zone i didn't know that because what i had seen on pornography had told me otherwise yeah because porno- some pornography, especially hardcore pornography, mm. does promote this idea that a woman is weak and like and, yeah. says no and says stop like and you the person as, still continues. Yeah, like you as a man always have that agency over her body, mm. you know? And mm. I think ethical pornography teaches you otherwise. And I think that's very important, especially when you are getting to know your body. Mm. Because something like 
squirting per se. I always thought it was a don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> sure. I thought it was like like yeah. that. Yeah. And then I like as an adult have learned that like it's not always black and white mm, you know mm, and mm. i think that's the issue with unethical pornography is that it makes everything black and white that's that's so true it does mm. make everything black and white and i think like something else to promote like ethical porn is that some of the makers of ethical porn believe that if you have a violent fantasy of any kind it's a legitimate part of your sexual identity mm. and that one that you should have the right to explore as long as it's done in a um in a safe way. And yeah. I think this is one of the huge sticking points for people who are anti-porn because they believe that all violence and sex um, is the result of, of a patriarchal Society. culture. Um, and it can lead to vi- like real life violence, mm. exploring that fantasy. And I think for me, this, I think, is such a... Um, I don't even know the word, but it, it makes it, it feels problematic to me because I think women are often um, shamed for our sexual fantasies and, mm. and shamed for wanting to explore certain things in our sexual fantasies. And I think as long as, like we've always said, you being in a, you're in a consensual situation and you're both being safe, I don't think there's any harm in there's that. any harm in exploring mm. these fantasies. And I think porn is a good first step to exploring them definitely and i think i personally never quite understood sexual violent sexual fantasies Mm -hmm. until i came across this vice series i don't Mm -hmm. know if you remember that vice series about sex yes i think Um, i do with with i I think her name is carly it's either carly or megan i know it's a very generic name yes 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 yes. i can't and she she does she does like different yeah topics on sexuality Mm -hmm. and it was it was a sub-series of vice and I remember them discussing rape fantasies. Yes. And I remember my mind being blown mm-hmm. because I always, I thought perhaps I am skewed mm. because something, some of these things that I've thought of, they sound a bit rapey. And I'm like, you. you know, and I'd be like, this doesn't really, you know, and I think, from watching that series and learning about that and then learning that it's like an ethical thing and that like learning the different ways in which rape survivors cope with their actual like their their realities post-rape and all of those things that's when I learned that like sex is is so broad Mm. but like because I've never like seen it from a female gaze and a female perspective, I can't actually engage in it in that Mm. way. Mm. So for me, when I had had these like weird thoughts and these weird fantasies after I'd been sexually assaulted, I I didn't quite understand them Mm. because I, when I had seen it on porn, I was like, no, 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 that doesn't make sense. Mm. You know, but I think something like ethical porn will help you understand it from a female's perspective, understanding how it's a means to regain your agency Mm. as Mm. opposed to a means of, um, you wanting to be victimized, mm, you know, because instead of, of you participating in your own, own degradation, yeah, you know I mean? not- because that's that's how it seems. Because obviously, you get a complete like you know, when you watch that porn mm. from the male gaze, you know it's wrong, yeah, you know, but because it's in that male gaze, you're not quite knowing how 
you can batter it mm. because it's still your thing that you enjoy, which is, it's very hectic. Mm. It's really, mm. really hectic. I think that like, that's a very interesting point. And I think that ethical porn allows for women, especially and, and people who aren't men. So yes. people who are not cis het men, men, it allows those people to kind of explore and better have control mm. over the imaging yeah. of sexual fantasy. Yes. Because I think that's what point is. It's like, it's how we are perceiving sexual fantasies. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. a threesome as a fantasy is not the same as the porn. Does that make sense? Like Definitely. In real life and in porn, they're always going to be different. Definitely. And the fantasy is always going to be different from either of those things. And I, that, so I think if we accept that porn is like, it's porn. like that, it's porn and like, it's mm. a safe way to explore and to, you know, yeah. To engage with to it. Engage. And it really changes your perspective. Mm. Like, especially with things like threesomes. Yeah. Like, because that fantasy for me had always been like a fantasy because mm. I'd see it in porn. It was so like, mm. no, I didn't realize. I was like, this isn't the content I signed up for. Mm. Like, is this, is this it? Mm. You know, like I felt mm. very almost underwhelmed mm. with it mm. because of how I'd seen it in pornography. And pornography mm. was just like, cool little oh mm. you know like sleek mm. everyone's moving everyone understands each other's bodies and yeah like, everyone just know, knows this choreography knows, yeah. you know there's no choreography in real life no. sis. there's no choreography it's just you you and you and sometimes all of you guys are strangers and now it's <laughs> weird yeah. yeah you know so to understand to be able to deviate from those fantasies and realities it can be really hard because i feel as though if you don't go out of your way to research you're mm. going to think that's the reality of the situation mm. Mm. you know you're going to think this is how it's supposed to look this is how it's going to sound and that's what makes it very detrimental so i think with like these ethical porn sites and things like that especially um, i think one we'll probably discuss is make love not porn mm-hmm. is they go out of their way to actually show real couples having real sex yeah and at first when i actually engaged in make love not porn I didn't understand why the fuck it was so hard to get into. Now I obviously understand <laughs> why. And <laughs> I was also underwhelmed. And I was like, why am I underwhelmed? And I was like, this isn't a fantasy anymore. Mm. This is real life. Like, mm. there's nothing glamorous about mm. real life, you mm. know? But at the same time, like, that is how it's supposed to look. Like, yeah. all of those performative acts that you do during sex, they they you learn them from pornography you learn how it's supposed to be and mm. I've, I, I've listened to this podcast it's called uh um it's a podcast called um enjoy the podcast it's by jared Bay brady who's sean Bodrum's husband and his several friends and in that podcast they actually played what a deaf person yeah. orgasming sounds yeah. like and it's very steel. It's very like it's a very Bastille. What does that mean? Oh my gosh! I've never heard that word before. I said it's that Not like chat. in that context. Damn, <laughs> English. Like it's very, it's very aggressive. It sounds almost archaic. Yeah, to me, it sounded primal. Like very primal. Yeah. And and when I heard that, I was like, oh my god! Like that is this how? I know. Is this how we would sound if we didn't care? Is this how it would sound if I didn't care? Like, would this be my natural 
sounds during yeah. orgasm. And I was like, oh, wild. So like everything I've done is performative and my performance is based off of the performances I've seen prior to that. So it would be the things I'd seen on pornography, what mm. I'd seen in movies, what I'd mm. seen in television. I mean, Game of Thrones, even, yeah, you know, because we order those. I think television for, for me was a, is especially like an influence on mm. on my performance in nature because I always imagine I'm be, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, like you there, like, like ooh, ooh, I gotta look my best, you know, my best like you're on top, and like sometimes I'll sit there and I'll read tweet that like in my head i'm busy singing drake lyrics to myself like about like to so look back and tell me daddy it's yours i'm like daddy it's yours like, he doesn't know i'm singing drake <laughs> like he just thinks that like i'm just like daddy it's yours but like my nigga please i'm singing drake in my head please. is that what you do i really do that like and i know it's so embarrassing but like sometimes like i'll be like okay whose music video am i in today oh you know wow. like a video vixen in the moment okay yeah. Especially like you know when you're in reverse cowgirl, okay. Well, I know that's not your face, girl. <laughs> and I just like the cheeks are clapping, and I'm like, God, oh, where you moving? And you know, like in my head, like I have to do that because for me, like sex is a performance. But you know, it's, it's a natural so, performance. Yeah, that is so like you it's know? so interesting because that's definitely something that you've picked up from porn. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, like, that's undeniably linked there's, to porn. There's nothing in me that thinks in real life that's how sex works. That, and it's not. But, like, <laughs> it, like, it's a vibe when I'm doing it, and I'm there, I hear and you. I'm having it. I hear you. You know? But, but they are, they're always, like, for me, like, I'm super present, and I'm super mm. focused on what I'm doing, but that's also because... I used to be the type of person who was like, don't even talk to me during sex. Don't even talk to me. I'm busy. Like, I'm busy. But now I'm like, more chilled. Yeah. But I'm always present. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely giving someone head, thinking about the anatomy of the penis or the anatomy of their genitalia and how I can use my anatomy to make that person nut. Yeah. For me, it's a job. I okay, get in there and I'm like, okay, cool. What are we doing today? Yeah. What's like, our t- what are our tasks today? Because like, I think sometimes like for me, it's a competition. It's yeah, which is horrible, but like it's a competition. Yeah, like I for enjoy me, having sex like that. I'm like, I I used to be like that. I used mm-hmm. to be like, how can I make this great for you? Now I'm like, I'm so damn old. <laughs> And wow. so many men have showed me that, like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to do this for you. This is for me now. Oh, definitely. You know? There are moments where I'm like, excuse like, me. Um, like, I think that's, I got a nut right like, now. the phase I'm going through right now where I'm, like, seriously about, like, this is about me. You're just here for, cool. you are here for aesthetics. Cool. But I'm here to be a show girl. This okay. is my time to okay. perform. My hair must flick. You my bums must I, I see you. Like, basically, in you know? your head, when you have sex, you are finding your inner porn star. Yes, because I've already gone through the phase of... Like, for me, I've gone through the competition phase. I know. I know I've excelled in my sports. No, sure. Now yes. it's about yeah. the final touches. Sure. The little sure. tweaks that sure. make it a memorable thing. Sure. Like, you came back because you enjoyed Cool, cool. So cool. now let me show you the peak of the performance. Okay, you know where now. I'm like, let me show you what, what I can do if I have all the resources. All the at resources, my definitely. And I think now in my life, it's it's quite funny because obviously now I'm seeing somebody. I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. but like for them, they want to pleasure me. But I'm like, Doug, I want to perform. So like, can you finish this pleasure thing? I'm here to perform now. Like. 
it's my time to go. Wow. You know? Like, I'm very I mean, I love you, but I'm so glad we don't have sex. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have sex because I would literally die. I'd be like, is this... Are we on a show right now? Like, that's literally... I love it. Like, what could I do to make it? Like, and I think it starts. I feel off. like if you could put a disco ball in your bedroom, you definitely <laughs> would. Just for the, like, the, just to switch the lights off. Even like, there's sick. a small reflection in my light. Oh, sometimes no. I'm like, let me just see. Do you put your Himalayan salt lamp on before oh, you guys I have sex? Do sometimes. Yes, I do. It's Come a on. mood because that pink you lighting go. I see. But like, do you know what start? It started. I think for me, what started it was number one i was tired of seeing this like i don't know i wanted to reclaim my sexy like mm, i don't know how to describe mm, it but mm. like i'd obviously gone through a phase I'd, I'd lost a lot of weight mm-hmm. and provoked i didn't really feel as attractive as and i did yes, <laughs> like I literally unprovoked and then also um i was watching all this porn but i was bored mm, by porn mm, and mm. it was at the time where the, like it was also when i was rediscover when i was discovering um what's that site called again um chat roulette oh yes so i was rediscovering chat roulette i was tired of porn mm-hmm. and i was like why do i enjoy chat roulette what is it mm, about and i was like mm. it's a performative aspect i mm. love it like and like I think that's come from me engaging with a type of porn that's performative, you know? Sure. And and always going out of my way to find that hyper-feminist porn, hyper-feminine, mm. pardon me, porn. And now I was like, I want to experiment with it. So I started buying lingerie. I started doing all these small little things. Okay, I hear you. And I was like okay cool now i feel like i don't need to engage in porn i mm. am my own porn mm. star i don't yes. need that i am my like, own porn star come on like it. those were the vibes i was feeling i mm. was really just it was more than about rediscovering my sexy I, I felt like i was discovering a part of myself that i hadn't had the confidence to actually dis- discover and explore mm. because and had been suppressed by the fact that as a woman, you're not supposed to do that, mm. you know, but seeing this like hyper feminine, feminine porn, this porn where people were like, okay, cool. I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm. It made me want to do what I want to do. I get you that. Know? I completely get that. Mm. I think for me, like, I, I mean, we've obviously talked about this because we talk sometimes <laughs> we when we're not recording the podcast. Um, but like for me over the last probably like six months, because of the huge break from sex that I took, the two years of celibacy that I took, um, when I came back, I was much, obviously, like, much more focused on myself and my own pleasure and not really, mm. like, faking it. But porn kept me alive during that time. <laughs> porn literally kept me alive. And, and that's when I started to discover ethical porn. Mm. So I think when I came back to it, like, to having sex with other people, I started, like, using porn to express my sexual fantasies so mm. to be like look this is what i want <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like um turn to minutes, yes, 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 minutes and 42 <laughs> seconds that right there that's for me do you know what i mean um and and recently in the last few months i mean i you know this and i think i've spoken about it on a previous podcast but like on a previous episode um I have recorded like a porn video mm. and I watched it back with a person I recorded it mm. with and it was very much like liberating but also super scary because mm. I, I felt that feeling that you were trying to like create with the lingerie and the yeah. performance <laughs> of like 
oh my god I'm a porn star (laughs) (laughs) and it was so uncomfortable for me because I found myself sexy yeah like I remember watching a few seconds of it with with this person and literally like I was like you have to turn it off (laughs) I'm so shy like I feel like you're gonna expect me to do that right now to you again and And like like, it's those days you would be like a dead chicken like it wasn't even like that I was just like I'm keen, but like, do I, can I, can I come back? Can I come back and can I do that? So I completely sympathize with like porn stars because it can't be hard to like, it can't be easy, sorry, to come into work every day and like give that's a different shot. Yeah, give a different performance. Like, and like that, every day. Yes. And what if today you just want something softer as a person? Yeah, that's, I think your job is to have sex and now you kind of don't have a choice on how you do it. I think that's, that's what brings the professionalism into it. Like, you have to know how to detach yourself entirely from sex and it being a job that you do. And I think it works with all types of, um, sexual, sex, sex Like sex work. Yeah. Yeah, But definitely like, but when you go to your entry level job. Are you always able to detach who who you are that day from your work? You're not. And so it's like, even though porn stars can't like be like, okay, cool, today Mm. I'm only doing this. Sometimes it should be okay for them to do that. Mm. You know, and like... Definitely. It should be okay for porn stars and companies to protect porn, porn stars and allow them to like... Um, have agency over who they perform with, mm. what kind of acts they do, their boundaries, and all that kind of stuff. Because in unethical porn industry, in the in, 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 unethical, wow, unethical porn in industry, the unethical <laughs> porn industry, boundaries and things like that aren't respected. Yeah, and that's that's the the primary difference between unethical mm. porn and ethical porn. Mm. Also, they're underpaid. Definitely, like, oh you aren't word. paying me enough. To do this. The whole world is seeing my vagina. Please, can you give me a bit more money? Exactly. And maybe treat me like a person? Exactly. And I think, for me, with whenever I think about unethical porn, I think specifically of Mia Khalifa's situation. Mm. So, for those of you who don't know, who need a bit of context, Mia Khalifa, obviously, um, is a well-known... I don't even want to call her a porn star. Mia Khalifa acted in... Well, she performed in a porn video mm-hmm. that was insensitive to the Muslim culture. There. Okay. We're not going to take away from that. It was an insensitive video to make towards Muslim culture. Okay. Fair enough. But what many people don't know is that Mia Khalifa was forced into signing a contract, which basically took away some of her rights, not only to her performance, Mm. but to her own name, her own stage name, Mia Khalifa. Mia Khalifa, unfortunately, was in a very unfortunate situation where she was basically conned into becoming this, this I don't even want to say martyr, but she became um, the face, the face mm. of this is why the porn industry is bad and disrespectful. Mm. You know, even though Mia did not direct that video, Mia did not create that video. Mm. Mia was a participant in a video where she basically was scammed into Mia. This is what you're doing. We basically have all the rights over you. You sign this contract. It is what it is. Mind you, Mia did not have the time or the ability to hire lawyers to be like, oh, okay, mm. cool, let's read over this, let's see what's going on, what is this? And that is a situation that happens in a lot of unethical porn, where you're taken 
and you are made to sign these very first fast contracts. And like in the case of Mia, not only are you being underpaid, mm. they are taking away your rights, your name, your title, your image, because you are just an object. Mm. And that is why you have to perform these very sometimes heinous acts. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, and I think what really tell, sells the story of just how much of an object you are is that if you as a white woman agree to have sex with a black man, you're paid more. What? Yeah. You're paid more because you, you're you having sex with a black man because they don't want you to have sex with black men. So if you say, oh, no, I'm going to do BBC, whatever, 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 they'll be like, okay, we'll pay you more so that you do it. Oh, my word. Yeah. It's very, very intense. It's very, very hectic. That actually is super, super scary. And it's racist. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like super scary. (laughs) You guys aren't just like, you guys don't just, like, you don't care about anyone. Yeah. You literally don't care about anyone. Definitely. But also, they pay you more for that one knowing that you will get less jobs. You will be hired in less videos. You're less likely to actually succeed in the porn industry now because now you have had sex with a black person. It's crazy. It's psychotic. 1966 is calling. Damn. What? Bro. And it's crazy because obviously your pay grade will change because now you're having sex with men of color. But um, that being said... Your work will become less. Your work will become less, but... Other people, other actors in the porn industry are are having it. Like the the males that take advantage of women, mm. they can feel uncomfortable and set. They they are basically living without. without and that's a really good reminder: is that like unethical um, porn spaces are safe spaces for predators because there Definitely. are no boundaries, because there are no regulations. Definitely, you are in sex work. Do sex work. It's yeah, basically what they are saying. So we're going to take away your right to consent. We're going to take away your, your agency of your body, but you are here to be an object. So objectify mm. yourself. Like, mm. You know, that is and basically the And we're exposing the you and to people you. who are potentially predators. Exactly. And what, what once again, referring to Mia Khalifa, I was reading this interview where she said that she'd go into the grocery store and this video that she, number one, I'd also like to say about the Muslim video, she actually said in a previous interview that she actually didn't consent to it being released. She didn't know the way in which it would be released. So after this video was created, she would sit in the grocery store, try and go grocery shopping, and she'd see people staring at her, and she'd have anxiety attacks because do you know who I am? Do you know what I have done? Mm. Do you know where I come from? And Mm. that type of fear where she was even banned from her own country of Lebanon, Mm. it's it's, it's sickening because why? Because you you aren't being treated fairly. You're not human. They aren't thinking Mm. about your life after Mm. the porn. They're thinking about their income after the poor literally which is really disheartening mm. like especially as as women like a lot of women do find themselves doing sex work out of um necessity rather than than choice mm. so if i'm doing this job out of necessity and which i do believe and sometimes it is necessity and that is totally okay if you need literally. to do sex work do sex work do it if you're gonna get that paper go get that paper you know um but a lot of non Remy rather use this term, non-male figures will do sex work out of necessity and they 
they will be banned. They will be shamed. They will be slut shamed. Mm. The, the repercussions of their actions um, and the way they are taken advantage of by the porn industry, it, it really makes you, it, I think it's it's how they end up being stigmatized, how they live unsafe lives afterwards. Yeah. And there's no protection for them. Whereas porn stars turn rapists, well, male porn stars turn rapists, turn predators, are protected entirely by the industry. Yeah, definitely. You know? I think it's that's that's this really sad thing about about the pornography industry is that it's really hard to know what's going on beneath the surface, mm. you know. And I think we should all be f- more focused on looking for um, ethical, independent porn sites. Um, so, like, how how we can do that is is by doing your research, by by searching and looking and checking sites. Um, and making sure they're kind of policies with performers. Um, and then also getting to know your favorite stars. I actually, like, a few years ago started doing this and engaging with the stars on their, on their like, own platforms. Mm. So going to um, a sex worker or a performer's um, website rather than engaging with a pornography site mm. to access their, their work. Yeah. And then also a reminder to always pay. And this is for me is a, is a sticky point. But yeah, this um, uh, Mary Claire article made a good point when it said, if you aren't, if you haven't paid for it, realistically, someone isn't being paid fairly to make it. Mm. And I think one of the really stressful things about ethical porn for me is that a lot of the sites require subscriptions and payments. Yeah. Um, and that can be a hard pull to swallow, but we always need to remind ourselves that it's going to the a performers and it's going to making porn that is more female focused mm. um, and less focused on the male gaze. Yeah. And, and in turn, you're making yourself feel more comfortable. Mm. So in closing, let's discuss some sites where you can find ethical porn. Yes, let's do that. Um... One of my favorite sites, and it's actually quite a popular one that I learned about um, last year, is Belisa.co. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy it, and it's the primary site that I use. Okay. Um, actually, um, yeah, and I really enjoy it. It's quite, it's quite vanilla in terms of the content, mm. and most of the content is white people. Mm. But it is run by a group of women. So I think that's a really positive and it's free. Oh, um, wow. okay. So, yeah, and it's the stuff is super realistic, which I enjoy. Cool. So, for myself personally, I. How do I put this? I just did not have the emotional strength. Mm-hmm. to entirely engage with ethical porn sure for those reasons sure. you named. <laughs> yeah. so i just stopped watching it overall sure. i i and I, I won't say i stopped watching it overall i i take very extreme long breaks mm. between it and then sometimes i'll go back and i'll i'll see maybe the site will work for me maybe the site won't but every single time because of the, the consistent disappointment and I, I know i shouldn't be saying consistent disappointment and it's very unfortunate that i'm saying consistent disappointment but because i don't feel like i'm getting my needs met sure i have just chosen to opt and 
this has screwed me in many ways. I've decided to opt for my own imagination. So I will <laughs> Sorry, do the I'm hard work. My own. That is definitely hard work. But here's where it's done me dirty. I mm. often find myself falling asleep while masturbating. That's my thing. And I I've told bored. you this. I get bored. Yeah. I've told you. I went through a very dark phase where I would just pass out every time. Mm. And I just, I would never know. But also I think, especially as somebody who works in a creative field, and I know mm. this is dark to say, but especially somebody whose job it is to write. Oh, come on. Yes. It hasn't done me dirty with my creativity oh wow it's just showing me the peaks of my creativity so you're saying you take so, you take your creativity with sex into your creativity outside mm, like that. i take the memories from my spank bag twist yes. them up a bit yes change the story go into the real world with that post-orgasm glow and i'm like what am i right today? <laughs> 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 I like literally you, you cannot use your imagination there are sites like make love not porn um, which features videos of real life couples. Um, and they willingly submit their videos and upload them. It is a subscription. Um, but apparently it's worth it. It's, it's rated as one of the top thing. Um, the top sites. And then also another one that I was really excited about when I heard about this that I have not tried because it was also, um, subscription, subscription um, is Spit. And it's a consensual, equitable, and intersectional feminist space um, for sex mm. and in the sex industry. And I think that's also worth worth a try. I think those are our, our top three suggestions of, of ethical porn. Ethical yeah. porn sites. Yeah, I've attempted make love, not porn. Um, and I did enjoy it. I haven't tried Belissa or Spit, but... Mm. Yeah, I think, I don't know if I can ever truly get into it, mm. but I also don't think I've invested the money and the time required. Yeah. I think if, if if I was a rich person, it would be I would be easier. super into it. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely be easier. Yeah. But. Because alternatively, what I would do is go to Twitter, but I've since become yeah. aware of the fact that Twitter isn't always the most the safest the or safest the most space. space. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's that's really that knowledge has helped me in the way I engage with pornography now. Yeah. So, yeah. Otherwise, guys, if you need some short stories, DM me. Wow. <laughs> Karachal novel there. Yeah, that's what I used to do as a kid, actually, is like steal my dad's FHM magazines and there yeah. would be like stories in there, and then I would read the story and use it to create a fantasy. Yeah, that's that's something I once I was doing community service in the library. And that's actually how I discovered that's wow. how i discovered the the the, the I, I guess you can say the written style of <laughs> i don't know the art the, of the, words the art of words yes <laughs> yes i get it tune in to next week's episode to hear us explore the female temple we get familiar with the female orgasm. The female orgasm is a never-ending path to surprises. Whether it's squirting or anal orgasms, we dive deep to get to know them all. This is a Dairy Me 
Production.